Welcome to day 311 of Shaped by the Word, season two, the drama of scripture. I'm Katie Kresge, and I'm here with Matt Kresge and David Keefe. And we have been finishing up this week um, the, the book of Matthew. And now we get to begin the book of Acts. I'm excited about this because um, we are heading into what the early church looked like, um, a huge model for us of, of church. This was the very beginning of um, what it looked like when Jesus, and we're going to talk about Jesus ascending into heaven today and the disciples being chosen um, while replacing Judas um, with Mm -hmm. the last, with the 12th disciple and um, the beginning of, of what it looked like to be the people of God, um, to be a Christian. Um, So anyway, um, before we jump into all that, why don't we pray? And Matt, you want to pray for us? Yeah, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you have spoken to us both through your word and through your son. And and Father, we thank you um, for this week so far where we've beheld you and your glory and the glory of your son, um, both in the cross and resurrection. And so as we turn our attention to what Jesus continues to do um, in the life of his church through the power of the spirit, um, God, would you encourage us and edify us and draw us nearer to you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So today we'll be reading just Acts chapter 1, starting in verse 1. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them his command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the father has set by his own authority, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who's been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, 
Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong. His body burst open and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this. So they called that field in their language, Akeldama, that is, field of blood. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, may his place be deserted, let there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of those, one of these, must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. When they, then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias. So he was added to the 11 apostles. What a powerful and beautiful picture of um, that really Luke left us with at the end of his gospel of the ascension of Jesus. And then he reminds us of that in the beginning of this book, the beginning of this chapter, um, gives us some beautiful details um, of, of the angels um, talking to the disciples saying, well, where are you looking? Why are you looking there? He's coming back. Don't worry. Like we're looking there because he just went up there. <laughs> yeah. <was> crazy. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. uh, he is where he belongs. He is sitting at the right hand of God the Father. He is a reigning, living king. Um, but... And it's, it's not time for the disciples to look up anymore. It's time for the disciples to get, get going um, and that his spirit will come and empower them to do his work, um, to be his hands and feet. So what do y'all think? What are some things that stick out to you? I mean, I've always wanted to know, you know, he tells us here, you know, in verse three, after his suffering, you know, he presented himself to them, gave many convincing proofs. Sounds like it. Yeah. That he was alive. And he appeared to them, and, you know, and, and he appeared to them for a period of, of forty days and spoke about the kingdom of God. You know, everyone's always kind of wished, like, man, what was going on mm -hmm. in those forty days? You know, like, what were some of the teachings? What were some of the things he was telling them? And and then when you really, you know, even this year as a church, you know, we from the resurrection we did wait forty days, and and then Paul preached, you know, and so just that it's a long period of time, mm -hmm. you know, to be with the resurrected. Jesus. And so just so cool that Jesus, even before he ascends, really takes that time with his disciples to pour into them and to teach them what the kingdom of God is. And we do see probably what he taught them as we see mm -hmm. the things they begin to speak about yeah. in the coming yeah. scenes. Yeah, I remember having a seminary professor who said that, you know, we always say, man, I just wish I was on the road to Emmaus, or I wish I was here and hearing him speak about the kingdom of God. Well, I wonder what he said. And then he said, the entire New Testament mm -hmm. is what he said, mm -hmm. you know, and those are the accounts that we have of him teaching about the kingdom of God. And, you know, and, and yeah, th I love the way that Luke begins this book because a lot of times we can turn to Acts being kind of this new chapter or it's like, well, okay, Jesus did this and now on to mm -hmm. the next, like what's the church look like? And, you know, he says, no, this is, you know, I wrote my first volume, all that Jesus began to do, you know, and this is what he continues to do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you have the continuation of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit in the life of his disciples as the church is formed and and you have the gospel continuing to go forth and bear fruit. And and so yeah, the the ascension is kind of this moment where it everything gets kick started. You know, mm-hmm. I, this mm-hmm. is that funny yeah, I've preached on this passage now like four <laughs> times here. <clears throat> this is always seems to here be comes the, the fifth one. The ascension <laughs> one, yeah. You know, but this is that moment where it it launches everything. Jesus says, you know, I will I I will be ascended and once I go to the Father, I will send the Holy Spirit, you know, so you must wait. Mm-hmm. And there is a, a period where you will go, but you must right, wait. And here. once the Holy Spirit comes, you know, he will empower you. And so just seeing um the the power of the Spirit, seeing the the launching of the church here. Um also, you know, kind of a fun little sight in verse nine. When Jesus is taken up and then a cloud hides him from, you know, their sight, it's not just this kind of ethereal Jesus goes into the clouds. And, you know, we know from mm. from other passages, especially in the Old Testament, even in Matthew's Gospel of the Transfiguration, that, that God the Father shows up at times in the form of a cloud, you know, his glory, the, the Shekinah glory of God. And so Jesus is, yeah, I mean, I think Luke is very specific where Jesus goes. He goes into the presence of the Father. And yes, he will come. Um, but but now, you know, our job isn't just to look up at the clouds. Uh, our job is is to live as his people who await his his coming again, but with purpose. Yeah, and living, being empowered by his spirit. I think that's that's so good. And something that is um, always helpful to point out is just the geographic aspect of what he says. The you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I mean, right. That's mm-hmm. like pinpointing where they're at and then kind of ripple effects further yeah. and further out. Concentric circles. Concentric circles. Good. Um, further and further out that his word, his gospel will spread to the ends of the earth yeah. and he will use this group of people to yeah, begin yeah, yeah. that. Well, and as we read Acts, we're going to see it move that way. The first several chapters are going to focus in Jerusalem before you see Paul began to kind of take the gospel to eventually all the way to Rome, mm-hmm. you know, and so we're going to see that, that movement. And kind of each group of people, it, you kind of like hear the disciples, like you see the disciples hearing this, like, Hey, you're going to be my Winston Jerusalem. It's like, okay, yeah, Judea, it's like interesting. Mm-hmm. And then like, no, and to the Samaritans. Right. And it's like, oh, are you kidding? Yeah. But in, and I preached on this passage actually last week or all the way back in Luke nine, you can tell that for some of these guys, this was not like an easy invitation because mm-hmm. in, in Luke 9, Jesus goes to a Samaritan village and they don't welcome him. And that's when James and John say, hey, in the spirit of Elijah, mm-hmm. do you want us to call down fire and destroy yeah. them? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, my. he rebukes them. You know, and so mm-hmm. he rebukes them for not having a heart of kindness and compassion towards the Samaritans in Luke 9. And then now we get to Acts 1 and he's saying, hey, you remember this? I now want you to be my witnesses mm. to these people of my resurrection and ascension. So what a complete upside down reversal of what Jesus is doing here among people groups. And mm. and obviously we see the tension when this becomes reality, as Matt mm-hmm. alluded to, with, with Peter and Paul and, and even have some of those tensions probably within our own hearts as well, right? Mm. But again, yeah, the resurrection, the news of that was meant to go 
to all people, all yeah. types mm-hmm. of people. And we didn't even really have time to talk about replacing Judas and how the disciples feel about Judas, <laughs> that he's where he belongs. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Okay. but Matthias is chosen. They cast lots. And, um, of course, that's a whole other conversation of casting lots and wh- why don't we do that today? And my thought is that maybe it's because we have the Holy Spirit and we don't need lots anymore, but we don't have to spend time talking about that. Um, but, but, I, but I gave you my opinion. But here's my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, we have the, a complete 12 disciples again. Um, and of course, we know that the number 12 is a very important number in, in scripture. Um, and so we have a complete group of 12. And we get to look forward to seeing how the Holy Spirit is going to move among these twelve and all the 120 that were that were there. Um, and yeah, we're excited to see what what God does in the Book of Acts. Um, but stay tuned, and we'll get there tomorrow. Um, David, you want to pray? Let's pray. Father, how amazing um, it is to to look back at the start of your church, your body. What a humble beginning it's had, um, but what a faithful beginning it's had. And, and we ask now that even as as we follow Christ, that we too would, would be humble but faithful, um, that we would represent you well as we witness to the resurrection um, across our city, in our neighborhoods, um, amongst our friend groups, sports teams, wherever we find ourselves, may we may be evident um, that we are your people. And that we take the good news of the resurrection with us. We praise all in the name of Jesus. Amen.